The financial markets are made up of bulls and bears. But when you listen to most trading gurus, it seems to be all bull. Who to trust? The one who puts a fire under your butt with candlestick flames? Or the one who says you should trade Fibonacci, but you still find yourself losing money 61.8% of the time? It's time to go straight to the source and get the truth about what's working in the markets today with your host, the founder of Top Dog Trading, Barry Burns. A question that has come in a lot lately is, hey, Barry. Can market makers see where I place my stop orders? Good question. All right, so let's address that in today's episode. And the answer is, it depends. <laughs> okay, don't you love that when people don't give you a straight answer and they say, well, it kind of depends. But unfortunately, that is the most honest and clear and accurate answer. So let's walk through it. And what I'll do here is I'll give you some talking points so that you can go to your broker if you choose and ask them educated questions, because ultimately that's pretty much what you'll have to do if you want to really get into the nitty gritty of it, is to talk to your individual broker and ask them some questions, because it does depend whether market makers can see your protective stops depends on several factors. Number one, if you're trading, well, what market you're trading, stocks, futures, spot forks, options, what exchanges you're using, etc. Okay, so let's get into it. Now, normally when people are asking the question, they're thinking of human beings as market makers. And But now in today's world, of course, we have algos. And so it's not so much just human market makers. We've also got to look at whether the algos can see your stops because... At least purportedly, there are algorithms out there, and I have heard this from a very well-trusted source, at least a source that I trust very much, that there are algos out there now that are programmed to run stops. That is their whole formula, is their heat-seeking missiles to take out your stops. Now, that sounds like a uh, very dramatic conspiracy theory, but let's Pull it in a little bit, because most conspiracy theories are usually a little extreme, and this one is too. The way that I look at it, at least, is, and I've talked to some other people about this who tend to agree with me, again, well-respected resources, that you got to understand, if you or me, okay, and I'm a pretty big trader, but I'm not a... Um, I'm not a market maker. I'm not a whale in the market. I'm not, uh, you know, I'm not a huge, huge, huge trader. So I'm bigger than like amateurs, but I'm definitely not as big as the big whales. So got to think of it this way. Do you think that a market maker or an algo that is programmed to run stops is really interested in looking for stop orders that are like one, two, five contracts in the futures market or a hundred shares in the stock market or five lots or two lots or one lot in the Forex market. No, not interested in that at all. Okay. And that's where most amateurs are with regard to size. So my first thing would be, you really don't need to worry about it um, with the size that you're trading because the market makers and the algos, they're not really running stops in that sense. They're really seeking liquidity. So to seek liquidity means that they've got, there's got to be a lot of volume there, right? Because they're trading big volume. And so they can't, it's just not worth their time to even uh, take the other side of a, you know, a hundred share trade. 
Okay, so that is very, very important to understand. So don't get too scared that they're seeking out your stops or even mine. Now, can they see them? That's the question. Well, um, maybe. Again, <laughs> maybe. So it kind of depends. It depends on the type of order. It uh, depends on whether they show up in the order book. That's the bottom line question. So if you want to know that uh, with your particular situation, call your broker and say, hey, um, you know, what type of orders and give me the parameters as to whether or not my protective stops will show up in the order book. If they will show up in the order book, then yes, they are visible, but they may not. They may not. In fact, you know what? We'll do um, a follow-up on this. The next episode, I'll, I'll talk a little bit about that, about where your orders reside and the advantages and disadvantages to that, because I want to stay on topic with this episode. So the next one, we'll talk a little bit about um, where your orders reside, and uh, they don't always go straight to the exchange, believe it or not. In fact, they often don't. So, um, so that's... Primary thing, number one, don't get too caught up in the conspiracy theory because, frankly, most people don't care about your trading or mine or where orders uh, are because they, it's just not worth their money. It's not worth their time. All right. So the temptation too, by the way, the other side of this is you don't want to get all worked up about it because the temptation then is to work without stops. And to me, in my opinion, that is a horrible idea. Or another temptation is to use what's called soft stops where you've got to stop in mind, but you don't actually execute it or you don't place the order. So, well, what's the difference between a hard stop and a soft stop? Let's address that real clearly. So a soft stop just means that you have in mind, here's where my protective stop is going to be at this price but you don't place any order into your execution platform. A hard stop is where you actually will place the order into your execution platform. It is a stop order so that if the market hits it, you get filled. All right. And that way you remove the discretion and you remove some of the um, temptation of moving. Well, you can always move it, I guess, but you remove the temptation of not entering that stop order if you're um, if the price comes back to where you intended to get out and you did that because, well, you didn't want uh, the market makers to see your stops you're trying to hide. Okay. I don't think that's a legitimate reason for using soft stops. In other words, I personally always use hard stops. And the reason that I do that is again, well, two things. Number one, to avoid the temptation psychologically. And also, Hey, I know where my stops go. My stops go where I'm wrong. That is the bottom line rule of where to place hard stops. When the reason for entering your trade no longer exists and is technically violated, then your trade should no longer exist. So I know where that is. I put my, I'm always buying a cycle low or shorting a cycle high. And therefore I am uh, placing my order right in there in the execution platform. And the other advantage of that is then it gets filled more quickly and so I get less slippage on my orders because I don't have to do it manually. And uh, if it does go to the exchange, it's put earlier into the queue. So very, very important. Now, um, another issue is that people will place their orders above or below obvious support resistance. So this is where I would say now, yes. Now you, even if you have a small account and you're placing small orders, now you do have a more likely chance of 
being a victim, I hate the word victim, but uh, being a target of stop running algos in market makers. It's because it's not just you. If it's an obvious support resistance level, then it just stands out as a place where they know, oh, this is where everybody and his brother and his parakeet and his dribble and his chihuahua is going to place his protective stop or her protective stop. So yeah, there is something to that. Absolutely. 100%. Now you can't treat support resistance levels as lines. You treat them as zones, but again, that's uh, there's a lot of detail to that. And that's why we don't trade support resistance alone. We need to look for the support resistance levels. We buy off of them. We short off of them. But then if you're only trading that, that's when you will become victim to those kinds of stops. So you need more than just support resistance. You need to see the energy in the market. Is there strong buying off of that support momentum, velocity, big volume coming off of those? Then it's less likely the market's going to just turn around real quick and get you stopped out. So very important that you combine the energy, the velocity of money flow, along with support resistance levels. If you're just buying off of support or just shorting off resistance, then yeah, you're setting yourself up to have your stops run. So last thing again, real quickly, these rules do vary depending on your broker, your software, um, the market you're trading, the exchange that you're trading through, and also the type of order you're using. So for example, a stop order could be treated differently than an OTO order, which could be treated differently than a bracket order, which could be treated differently than a market or a limit order, etc. So um, you may want to go to your broker's website. First of all, start there, go to their knowledge base, look this up and read what they have to say about it. That's usually fully disclosed in their documentation, if you can find it. And take this information as your talking points, make a little list so that you can speak intelligently and with the correct terminology, and then call your broker and ask her or him about the details, and then make your decision based on your priorities, parameters, and what's most important to you. Real quick, my friend, as a special offer to my podcast listeners, I'm giving you one of my favorite trade strategies called the rubber band trade. It has an extremely high win-loss ratio, and it's a very simple trade that you can learn in about 26 short minutes. So go ahead and grab my rubber band trade strategy absolutely free by simply going to topdogtrading.com forward slash rubber band. Again, that's topdogtrading.com forward slash rubber band. One word, R-U-B-B-E-R-B-A-N-D. By the way, this trade strategy is so good, I still personally use it every single day it sets up, and you can try it with no obligation and prove to yourself that it works for you as well. This is a try-before-you-buy offer, or actually, it's a try-and-never-buy offer because it's my gift to you as a podcast listener. You've been listening to the Online Trading to Win podcast with Barry Burns. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, or Stitcher and leave a great review. For more information about our free indicators and courses, visit OnlineTradingToWin.com. 
Neither online trading to win, Top Dog Trading, nor Barry Burns are registered as securities broker-dealers or investment advisors, either with the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission or with any state securities regulatory authority, and are not licensed to provide investment advice. Trading and investing involve substantial risk. Financial loss even above the amount invested is possible and common. We do not imply, predict, or guarantee that you will be successful in earning any money whatsoever. Past results of any individual trader are not indicative of future returns by that trader and are not indicative of future returns which may be realized by you. We do not assume responsibility or liability for your trading and investment results. This is provided for informational and educational purposes only and should not be construed as investment advice.